It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me. Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is Northern News! Hello and welcome to Northern News! Hello! Ding, 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 ding. It's the January bell. It's a January sale. It's a January sale. What are you selling? Um, for every episode you listen to, yeah. you can listen to a previous episode for free. Wowee! So make sure you go back and listen to your favourite <laughs> one from the past. There you go. You can't say fairer than that. Mm. Do you um go mad on the January sales? Uh, this year I, I went... Uh, out on Boxing Day. Oh. Yeah. And um, Ian, I was looking at furniture because mm. I have um, moved yes. and I don't have any furniture in, in what, the box I'm living in. And uh, on Boxing Day, me and my mum went sofa and bed shopping. Did you get a sofa and a bed? No. Oh. But I tell you what I did do. I laid on a bed that I, I walked past and I laughed at it because I thought, what a stupid bed. It was huge and it's got a big TV in it, right? And I was like, get away. That's so stupid. And then as we was leaving the shop, as a laugh, I went, I'm going to lay on that bed. And I laid on it and I went, oh, no. My mum went, what? And I said, I love it. Oh. She went, do you really love it? And I said, I love it. I love it more than anything I've ever loved before. You're getting a bed with a TV in it? Well, I nearly bought it there and then, Ian, right? Because I thought, this is it. This is the only bed I mm. ever want. 
uh, but it's massive. <laughs> and my and where room's is not... the TV? The TV's in the bottom of the bed and you press a remote and the TV comes out of the oh, bottom of God. the bed. It's got surround sound speakers in the headboard. It's, like it's someone... a bachelor's paradise. Yeah, like you've made your money in the porn industry. <laughs> exactly. I made loads of money in pornos and now I've got a TV that comes out of my bed. <laughs> Well, it was incredible, right? And I was like, right, I want this bed so much. Mm. But it is really big. And then luckily, even while I was chatting to the saleswoman, I went, I'm not doing it because I just need to check it fits in my room. I went home. Lo and behold, if I had have bought the bed, I would not have been able to open my wardrobe doors. So I did not go for that bed. But yeah. I tell you what I did do. A couple of days later, couldn't sleep, 4am, bought a similar bed that fits in the room. I've with got a, TV. a bachelor bed with a TV. <laughs> We're going to struggle to get you in the studio. You will never see me You're just going to be again. watching TV in bed. I know. but You don't need another room. It's not being delivered on Saturday. I can't wait. That's exciting. Can you not get one with like like an air fryer or a, oh, or a yeah. kitchen attachment as well? I'd like it to have drawers. <laughs> oh, God. A drawer at one side for crisps. Mm. Just dip your hand in crisps. Drawer at the other side. Go for a wee. Would you? I don't know. If there was a toilet bed. Yeah. A toilet bed. Yeah. On. I don't know how it would work. But do you reckon you'd be happy with that? Or do you reckon a bit of you'd be like, my poo's underneath me Oh, as I'm trying to sleep? I wouldn't like to sleep on poo. If I'm honest, I hope this doesn't come as a shock. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to sleep on poo, Ian. Well, someone's got very um, up their own ass. <laughs> Quite the opposite, yeah. I think you'll find. Won't um, even sleep on your own poo. Would you sleep on your own poo? If the bed had a TV. Yes. <laughs> I've thought about it and yes. I wouldn't mind sleeping on sort of, you know, a bit of piss, like a piss bag. Yeah. Like if there was a way, you get in bed, you press the remote, the TV comes up, you press another thing, a thing attaches to your bladder yeah. and just can take the wee away. Well, that, so you, that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah. There's but, some but people that's more in... of a medical thing. Whereas I'm just saying as like a lazy thing. But I think 2024, let's make medical things non-medical. <laughs> I want a colostomy bag. There's nothing wrong with you, Ian. I want a colostomy bag. <laughs> and that's what the private health service is there for. The tight-fisted NHS won't give you a colostomy bag for no reason. you got to go private. But this is the year we all yeah, do it. The country's on its knees. <laughs> it's new knees, new mm. metal knees. That's what I'm getting. Bionic knees. Metal knees. Colostomy bag. Piss bag. Is that the same thing? No. Um, I don't know. This isn't how I wanted to start the episode, yeah. but that's what I've been up to this week. I, well, I, not even this week, but I've, been, a TV bed. I've bought a TV bed. Yeah. Mm. I think, is that a midlife crisis? It's not not a midlife I crisis, I was thinking about that a while ago, thinking about midlife crisis. And come 35... I thought I'm too young for a midlife crisis. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, it's quarter-life crisis. Oh, I but see. But then that would be 140 <laughs> I'd have to be. So then thinking a third, if I have a crisis, it's a third-life crisis. But 105 is pretty steep. Well, So Ian, I reckon I'm, I'm middle-aged. Yeah, I'm going to say 70s, good innings. Fucking hell, I've lived half my life. <laughs> yeah, but hasn't it been long? Yeah, but you I've got... You can't even remember when you were four. It's so long ago. Mm. Life is the longest thing you'll ever know. Do you reckon you when I'm 70, early? I won't remember being 35? Yeah, definitely. I'll be saying to you on the pod, I remember when you got that TV <laughs> bed and you'd be like, huh? No one's listening to podcasts anymore. 
No, our, I'll, our I'll, holograms are being projected <laughs> in people's rooms. I'll still be in my TV bed doing this via Skype, doing the pod via yeah. Skype from the bed. Just <laughs> I haven't left. All and your my muscles body, have worn away. <laughs> muscles have worn away. My skin has grown into the bed and I'm I'm just a bed woman. Yeah. Welcome to the pod. Can't Ian, wait for that. what have you been up to this week? Well, I want to talk. I had a swim in the sea. Did you? And it was horrid. Oh, no. um, I felt incredible afterwards. Yeah. But the build-up, I was just like, fucking hell, that looks shit. It looks so cold. Whereabouts did you do it? Rye. Camber Sands. We got to the beach and there was loads of cars in the car park. Dog no in. one else is in the water. So that made me feel like what I was about to do was stupid. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a group of us got in. I thought my wet feet suits, were going to fall off. Shorts. All our suits were wet. <laughs> um, what do you go outdoor swimming in? Well, I thought to myself, and none of this helped, but I don't, I don't have a wetsuit, so I'm just shorts. Yeah. But I popped my socks on. I kept my socks on. Clever. Because I thought, that'll keep my feet warm. Right, sure. But as soon as the water gets in your socks, they're immediately cold. And heavy. Yep. Weighing you down. But I thought <laughs> I could run into the sea quicker with socks on. Bit of padding on your feet. Yes. You're not going, oh, oh. The pebbles. Oh. Oh. And yeah. Well, I'll tell you the problem with Camber Sands. It's a flat old beach. Oh, is it? So as soon as you get your feet in the wet, yeah, you could walk a fucking mile and then you're up to your ankles. Oh, no. Another mile up, up to your knees. So the cold, you just want to get in, you just want to get your chest in. It's like fucking ages. Oh, really? I walked past a ship. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a my feet ship. were cold. Not a boat, a, a ship. ship. Like um, a goods vessel. Did you really? Yes. What's the, well, that must have been in very shallow... Oh, it was, yeah. I mean, it was not in a good state. Oh, right. It was okay, grounded. <laughs> and the crew weren't there. It was a ghost ship. <gasps> the Mary Celeste. Yes. I walked past the Mary Celeste uh-huh. with my cold feet. But no, I just, I can't recommend it enough, Amy. Really? For the invigorate afterwards, I felt euphoric. Did you really? Yeah, for about five minutes and it wears yeah. off. But when you're coming out of, when does the euphoria hit? Because I imagine you're I going think... in, it's horrible. Mm. You walk in, walk in, it's horrible, horrible. Then you're yeah. in it and you're like, I don't really think I'm enjoying this, but it's sort of exciting. Yeah. Then you're coming out and you're wet and, and you're cold. No, you just feel warm because you're out of the cold oh, and really? into the air. You're like, have I been transported <laughs> to St. Lucia? <laughs> Is this Trinidad or Tobago? <laughs> yeah, it feels quite warm. Okay. And then you have a little egg, maybe, for your breakfast. An egg? An egg. Scramble it up. <laughs> put it on some bread. You've all had your eggs. You have them how you like. Wow. Just ending it there, right? Well, you, you, know, you know what I mean? Move on. What's the podcast about, really? It's not fucking egg news. You're right. You are very right. Oh, nah. Amy? Yeah? What's been happening in the north? Let me tell you, I've got a lovely little story here from the Lancaster Guardian. And it's it's a very brief story, but the the headline really piqued my interest. Oh. How do you spell peaked? P-E-A-K-E-D. Just like a mountain but is peaked. That in this It's not P-E-A-K. Peak? Oh, no! Oh. Oh, wow! <laughs> What a curveball! What is it? There's a fucking Q in it! Shut up! P-I-Q-U-E-D I can't believe Piquet. I used 
such a brilliant word in my sentence. Yeah. I just used the word with a Q in it. How often do you do that? I can hell. Quite oh. often. Quite often. So this really piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. The headline is Lancaster Football Club baffled by, you want to have a little guess? Um, They're baffled. And you would be. Dog on the pitch. No, but it is something to do with the pitch. The pitch has gone missing. <laughs> There's no it's grass like David anymore. Copperfield. <laughs> um, I'm going all to... the lines have gone. No. No nets. No. One more guess. Advertising hoarding is all for um, a company that doesn't exist, and everyone's like, "What?" That would be so cool. Everyone's like, "What's this company?" Oh my god! Like a cons- like a conspiracy. Yeah. The headline, I believe they call it in mm. the biz is Lancaster Football Club baffled by mystery of man who keeps digging a hole in their field. <laughs> That's funny. I think it's funny. I, I like football, but digging a big hole in a football pitch is funny. Hilarious. It really ruins a game. Hilarious. A mystery man has consistently been digging a hole in the story's FC field in Lancaster, and nobody oh, no. knows who it is. And the end of the article is... <laughs> It's really like, oh, we have no description of the gentleman, so please be vigilant and do let us know if you see him. We have reported it to both the council and the police, but we just don't know. It's a mystery man. Can I say, though? Yeah. They've got no description, have they? They've got no description of who the gentleman, and they keep referring to it as the gentleman. The gentleman. Maybe if you've got no description, it could be a gentlewoman. It could be anyone. It could be a fox. You're looking in the wrong fucking direction. Could be a fox, could be a mole. What if they've just got moles? One massive One mole. mole. Imagine if they've got a massive, like the biggest mole the world has ever seen. Oh, God. What And luck. they're like, bloody hell, this gentleman. Also, even if you're deciding this person is male, mm. I would never describe someone digging a naughty hole as a gentleman. No. Not arsehole, in a million years. I'd say. An arsehole. We're looking for an arsehole. <laughs> then you read that, could be a man or a woman. There you go. 70% man, probably. Yeah, probably. The arsehole community. <laughs> How big of the hole are we talking? Um, Does it have pr- any like, pictures? They've got one aerial shot and you can't see the hole, but they've put a circle around where the hole is. Oh. I'm going to give it a guess here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, if you put your fingertips together and put your arms in front of you. Oh, that is quite a big hole. Yeah. Especially if you've got big arms. I guess what I would do is I'd just accept we've got a hole digger. Yeah. We've got a hole digger. Ain't saying she's a hole digger. <laughs> but she ain't messing, she's messing with <laughs> Lancashire Football Club. <laughs> um, but you just that I'd have a mound of dirt yeah. nearby. Yeah. And I'd just I'd be like, oh, hole in the pitch, is it? Fill it up with dirt, compact it in, like that. Yeah. I play football. Yeah, but and, I'm and sure that's what I they're do doing. That. I don't think they're just going, there's a hole in the pitch. What on earth do we do now? I guess we just leave it, uh, in it. I think they're filling it up. I think they're doing their best. But right. he's coming back, or she, or they, are coming back and they're digging some more. This well, asshole will not quit. Are they digging the hole and then taking their dirt with them? Oh, I don't know. Because if they're digging the hole, I'd look around like, where's that dirt? And yes. just put the hole back in the hole. Yeah. It's like that game we play as a kid where you've got to get the circle through the circle hole, the triangle through the um, 
I was trying to get through the square <laughs> hole. I don't. I only got as far as the first bit of that game. I think you could get a triangle through the square hole. Yeah. That's deep. Welcome to the ep. <laughs> well, I think we should just end it there. Take a few minutes, just take a deep breath and really think about what mm. we're saying. <laughs> You can achieve anything. Well, there you go. Yeah, there well, you go. I hope they find the hole digger. Yeah, me too. Well, or do I? I think it's a little bit of, little bit of a cheeky thing. Mm. Or if it's a big mole, I want to know and we'll revisit the story. Yeah. Let us a, know. If it's a man-sized mole. If you've seen a man-sized mole. In the Lancaster area. I think that's just going to be a man, isn't it? Really? It could be a man who lives underground who can't see. I think it'd be like the, the guy from The Simpsons who looks a bit like a mole. Yeah, the older guy, Hans Molman. <laughs> is, is that, that his name? That I'm pretty sure that's his name. <laughs> that the man who looks like a mole. You're like, what's his name? It's a Hans Molman. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Great. What's that superhero who's been bitten by a spider? <laughs> He's a man. <laughs> What have you brought to the table, please? Well, my story is... The headline is a question, and it's from November the 29th, 2023, and I believe that these aren't available anymore. So it's a redundant question. But the question is... Please. Would you pay £150 for a Yorkshire tea-themed PS5 or Xbox controller? Sorry, what? I'll say it again. Please. <laughs> um, Yorkshire Tea, uh, they've released Xbox and PlayStation 5 controllers that are Yorkshire Tea themed. And like they're a, official merchandise. Pounds. Yeah. But look at these controllers. They look quite nice. Oh, they are brilliant, actually. Oh, oh they're Yorkshire brilliant. Tea. Do you know what they remind me of? Emmerdale. Yes. Emmerdale Farm. I don't know whether they'd take away, though, from like, because they've got that vibe. Yeah. If you're playing like Grand Theft Auto. Cop. The Last of Us, a shooting yeah. game. But you're looking at you out the corner of your peepers, you got the Yorkshire Tea logo. You just be thinking, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they suit, but um Is that the theme tunes of Emmerdale? I think so. Uh I watched EastEnders at Christmas with my mum. And I don't really watch it. And it's like a bloody it's like a thriller. Oh, they've got a big like a da- murder it, thing going on. It's a Danny DeVito thriller. Who, I mean, Robert oh. De Niro. Oh. It's like a Danny DeVito thriller, Ian. It's murder, murder, murder. They're Who's going to murder them? People. Who's going to murder them? They're going to murder. Oh, they've been sexually assaulted. They're, they're doing something else illegal. They're stalking. It's absolutely horrendous. I feel like the writers brutal, are going, how do we put as much misery as possible onto well, these families. They've boxed themselves into a corner of the Christmas episode has to be mad oh, and see, miserable right. yeah, and yeah, dramatic. Yeah. That I do think they're just trying to one-up themselves. Yeah. So it's Christmas, like, let's kill them all off. Let's kill every single one of every them. Every last one yeah. of them. And then we're going to have Grant Mitchell come back. He comes out, <laughs> out of the ground. <laughs> he just, like, burrows through the ground. Like a Hans Molman. Like the Hans Molman. Yeah. And he just goes, what's going on here? Boom. Bum, 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 Just bum, ends bum, with bum, him going, what's going on Everybody is murdering everybody else. Yeah, yeah. fine. Um, um, <laughs> anyway, do you want a controller? <laughs> yeah, I do. I'd like a controller. Um, can I ask, how much is a, is a controller non-branded? What is the markup price on these controllers? £56. Pounds. <gasps> it's a hundred quid markup. It's a hundred quid more. Yeah, An actual yeah, yeah. proper Yorkshire Tea wireless controller. Soft touch finish. Ooh. Custom controller bonus set. 
Um, but I'm not saying it's not sold nice. Out. Is it? They're all sold out. Shut up. Sweet Lord. Sold out, sold out. You can still buy a teapot. Oh, they're not quite ready yet. What? Yorkshire tea are like, oh, sorry, our teapots aren't quite ready yet. What? Are they, they new teapots? Their merch section at Yorkshire Tea is controllers that are sold out. Yeah. The travel tin to keep your brews in. Yeah. Um, nine pound, plenty of them in stock. <laughs> and then a teapot and a mug, and it just says not quite ready yet on them. God. Fucking hell, Yorkshire Tea. Jesus wow. Christ. Wow. But if you are listening, do definitely sponsor us. I'd love a sponsor. Um, can I tell you what they say, reading the description of the controllers? Yeah. It, and the Metro says, it does seem like those involved are aware of how absurd all this is. Mm-hmm. Picture the scene. You're facing down a boss with free heads and a hammer as big as a truck armed with nothing but a rusty sword you looted from a guard. And Gulping. then you go home and play on your on your PlayStation. <laughs> Go on, go on, go on, go on. It says, gulping, you look down at the controller in your hands, wondering if if victory is even possible, and you see it, the reassuring branding of your favourite tea. Yes, you say to yourself, I can do this. I feel quite inspired, actually, and I don't drink tea or have a PlayStation, and I'm ready. Yeah. I can do this. I really want... Oh, it comes in a fancy box. Yeah, it's the sort of thing I would consider buying. £150 a lot. I want a PlayStation 5 because I want the new Grand Theft Auto when it comes out. That means I've got a year to save up. I'd say I'd get the PlayStation 5 first. Before the controller? Yeah. I reckon some people have not done that. Yeah. Because I reckon these will be on eBay for a pretty penny. No way. £250 they're on On eBay eBay for now. Cheeky little markup. What a cheeky little eBayer. £500? <gasps> oh, wow. Rare controller variant. Fucking hell. People are mad for controllers. Quid. And you need two Yeah. if you want to play against people. That's £1,000. What? <laughs> what? Fucking hell. I tell you what I do like, the Yorkshire Soap Company. I've got a lot of that for Christmas. Oh, really? And there's a lot of stuff, and I do feel a bit of a cliche, but... Par example, last night I got a bath in Yorkshire Lass bath foam. You can't oh, argue with that. Bath foam made from Yorkshire, Yorkshire lasses. lasses. Ground them up, add a bit of spice, a little bit of rose petal. Yeah. Bit of fizzy pop. Chuck it in your bath. Also, I got a bath bomb. You oh, put yeah. the bath bomb in, left it. It was a luxury bath bomb. I walked away. When I came back, there's obviously no bubbles in the bath. And there was a spider in the bath. And I was like, what? It came in the bath bomb. No, but it wasn't a spider, it turns out. It's like a little acorn thing that looks like a spider. It's meant to be like a beautiful thing, like, oh, look, nature. I thought there was a Mm. massive spider in the bath and I nearly had to move house again. Fucking hell. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you. 
It's pissing it down. Hello, everyone. Just jumping on here to say, if you're enjoying yourself... (laughs) (laughs) Just jumping on to my own podcast. Just jumping on here to my own podcast. If you're having a lovely time right now and you're enjoying yourself, and I really hope you are, because we are, we'd love you to join our Patreon. Yeah, Patreon or Apple Subs. Mm -hmm. And it starts for less than... The price of a coffee. It and does. people always say, I need to cut caffeine out my life. Exactly. £2.50 a month. That's one coffee less in the entire month. And you get spicier content. You get, oh. if I'm honest, quite weird content sometimes. It sometimes feels like we've had too much coffee ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and you get discounts. You get to learn about live shows quicker. Yeah. All sorts of good stuff. But mainly you get to support the podcast and uh, help us to carry on making it. If you guys join our Patreon, we can vow 100% that we'll be making this podcast in 2053. <laughs> Tip podcasts. Now it's time for our special guest, Laura Davis, who comes from Perth, Australia, ranked as one of the world's most livable cities. Laura, did you find Perth to be livable? Did you did you live? <laughs> I mean, if you look at the shock attack rates, it's, you know, counter-destructive oh, really? there. Yeah. Um, I, I think Perth is lovely. It's a very beautiful city. I think if you want to do anything else, sometimes you have to get out of there. If you just want to live, <laughs> then it's really great. <laughs> but you don't live there anymore. Is that right? No, I live in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. What made you choose Edinburgh? Look, I lived in London for yeah. a little while and I enjoyed it, but I... I quite often say that the UK is sort of its own barometer of how much I enjoy being in the UK. Okay. I really love Scotland and I really like the north of England and then I really enjoy being in Manchester and then if we continue down, like if I'm, <laughs> if I'm in Bournemouth, I'm quite happy to keep going, to be honest. <laughs> nice. That makes <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. What, uh, what other similarities are there between Scotland Scottish culture and Australian culture? I think that they're quite a similar parallel just in terms of vibe, but it's got that same sort of, you know, we're tougher than the English. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, fine. So you can unite in hatred of the English. Great. I found the tray bake selection to be very similar in Scotland and Australia. (laughs) the, The kind of biscuits... Caramel shortbreads get a lot in Like Australia. a flapjack. Yeah. That's my observation. Well done, Ian. It was a... About Australia. <laughs> it's a belter. Um, do you have any stories for us, Laura, that you'd like to share? I have a news story. It's not from Perth because I looked at the news uh, from Perth and it was, it was very shark-based. Is it really? Um, it really is. And there's only <sighs> wow. one newspaper that... Uh, circulates within Perth and I really think uh, probably at least once a week, twice a week. You're joking. I think it's a shark-based headline. I think because they sell as okay, well. It's that sure. little bit of sensationalism um, wow. with some, you know, very wonky uh, sort of shark-based headlines. I used to have a joke about how Australian accents, we say shark with a really drawn-out a sound because that's how we measure out how big we think the shark was. <laughs> shark. <laughs> and, and the newspaper actually, uh, you know, uh, took that 
and made it a headline. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. One one headline was just the word shark <laughs> on the front page of the newspaper with like nine A's in it. Oh, that's a big one. I just think if there was headlines all the time about sharks in Hull, I think people would stop going in the sea. Yeah. At least to the aquarium. Yeah, exactly. You know your hull. We've got a good aquarium. And there are sharks oh, in there. Oh, no, I know my aquariums. That's all I know about. <laughs> what is this story that you've got for us from, oh, yeah. from the non-Perf world? Yeah. I have one from, from Melbourne, which is where I lived for um, five, six years. I considered myself fairly naturalised. And Melbourne is a real food city, uh, but it also has a, a sort of gangland underbelly, Ooh. which has been made quite infamous. And there's something that's really <laughs> tickling me at the moment. There is a spate of uh, ice creamery bombings going on in uh, Melbourne. Yeah. One one frozen yogurt and ice cream shop was firebombed twice in 24 <gasps> hours. Of only firebombing them in the wee hours of the morning, you know, when nobody's oh. on the premises. It's more they're out to get the ice cream more than the people. Oh. And another one just got firebombed, and they're trying to connect a couple of other this ruthless gelato <laughs> warfare that is going oh. on. So, do you think this is like rival ice creameries, or is it that, like... that is the leading theory that police mm. have? No way. Is it some sort of you know competitors, or there's some criminal sort of uh, gangs involved and the ice cream is just a front oh wow yeah. what a front i think that's the front i'd pick <laughs> if, if you're I had a gangster to. yeah it wouldn't be like a nail salon or anything it'd be gelato mm. yeah it's gotta not? be hasn't it if you get bored have a scoop you can have a you can have a van good for a getaway oh yeah. here we go playing the music Everyone can track you down. <laughs> it doesn't really go past 40 miles per hour. Where have the criminals gone? <laughs> Real giveaway. Could be a disgruntled customer. Yeah. Or maybe someone with a van who's like, well, if I firebomb all of the bricks yeah. and mortar stores, I'll be able yeah. to take in all the profits. Yeah. Or someone who's lactose intolerant. Absolutely. It's yeah. the industry as a whole. Really intolerant, actually. Mm. Mm. Wow. Can't even be near. Can't, yeah. can't even have ice cream in the city. <laughs> Gosh. The entire country is on fire most of the time. It's sort of the perfect alibi, I guess. Yeah. Do you know what I do really like about living in Scotland is taking my time eating an ice cream cone. I don't oh, really? get to do that in Perth. The mortifying walk when you go and pick up ice cream and you have to get it back to the people you're buying it oh, for. Yeah. And perhaps you're carrying two cones, oh, perhaps three, and it is running down up to your elbows, into the sleeves, you know, oh, through to the God, armpit yeah. if you're unlucky. <laughs> and you just you have to go in the sea or the, we have public showers by the beach. Some of it is just for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shark attacks. It's people have got ice cream in their armpits. They've gone, I'll yeah. just nip in the sea. The sharks have gone, is that mint chocolate chip? Absolutely. <laughs> the, the sharks are there, but we're too sticky. Yeah. We have no choice. Yeah. Um, Laura, thank you so much for, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Lovely to chat. What does 2024 have in store for you? And I'm starting up a new uh, political comedy night at The Stand um, oh. called The Edit. 
So that's going to run monthly. Oh, well, that sounds brilliant. So is that going to be a monthly thing then at the stand? Yes, towards the end of the month. So the first one is on the 24th of this month. Oh, well, thank you so much, Laura. Lovely to speak to you. And um, thank you so much for doing it. Have a lovely day. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. That's my gravy, you daft sod. What's going on in Hull? Well, there's been an arrest. Yes. Arrest made after reports man was, and then this is in brackets, oh, no. trying car door handles. Trying. Trying. He okay. was just trying them. He was just trying the oh. car door handles. To be fair, if someone's left the car door open, that's on them. <laughs> He's just trying them out. He's just trying them. Man has been arrested in Hull following multiple reports. Mm. So many people have seen this. They've not gone out and said, like, what are you doing? I wouldn't, to be fair. Yeah. But the, a lot of people have r- rang up and said, you've got to get down here. There's a man here and he's trying car door handles. Can I say? Please. Say, say I'm this guy's lawyer. Yeah. I'd be like, um, what crime has my client committed? Has <laughs> he uh, stolen a car? No, 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 no. He's been trying the handles, has he? <laughs> Oh, lock him up. <laughs> this guys he's been trying the handles. <laughs> oh! None of the handles have been open, have they? So what's your problem? Let him try the handles. Maybe he's part of neighbourhood watch and he's just going round. Like before I go to sleep, even though I know it is, I'll just go and just check the doors locked. Yeah, I'll just do that. try my handle. Yeah. Sending me to prison? I do that. Send me so, Yeah, you're him, the same as this guy. Send that's me what to I'd, prison. <laughs> that's why if I was his lawyer, I'd bring you in as a witness and be like, who's what's she got to do with anything? Tell them what you do before you go to bed. Uh, hello, my lad. Uh, before I go to bed, I do try my handle. Oh, should we lock her up as well? <laughs> Looking at, I look the jury in their in their eyes. Do you want to lock this woman up? <laughs> Who else in this room tries their handle? I put it to you: everyone in this room, at some point in their life, has tried their handles. Well, do you know what? He's not been tried for car theft. He hasn't been tried. Do you know what he's? Do you know what the crime is? Oh, God! The thirty-year-old man was arrested on here we go suspicion of interference with a motor vehicle. What the handle? It's interfering with it. If he was playing about with an exhaust or a brake, <laughs> yeah, wire, yeah, be like he's had a go on my handles a few times. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> so you're on this guy's side. Why not? Yeah. Was it say any more about what this guy said about himself? He has not been um, asked to comment on this whole Daily Mail article. Purely police saying, if you wish to remain anonymous, you can call Crime Stoppers. You know, if you if you have any information about this, come on. And, and they they Don't are appealing up. to anyone who has information or has CCTV or dash cam footage that may assist with our inquiries. Well, you want a video of him trying and failing to. Open a door. Yeah, big time. I think it is tricky, though, because obviously, well, not obviously, but I would say he's trying to commit a crime. Yeah. If you walked into to the room later and I had your rucksack and I was unzipping it, mm. you were like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just trying your zip. Now, You'd be like, oh, what Now, do you mean? let me put this to you, Amy. Here we go. You've unzipped it. Yeah. This guy's tried a door handle, but yeah. the door hasn't opened. If you were just... Just playing with his zip. If my zip was jammed and it wasn't <laughs> opening at all, that's the same as this guy. You've opened the zip. Right. The bag's open now. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
The d- he's but, never had an open car. But what if one of the cars had been unlocked? But it, but it hasn't. <gasps> they used to be told this thing in, in philosophy class. Oh, yeah. That you could say, um, if I throw a ball up in the air, yeah. what's going to happen to the ball? People are like, oh, well, it's going to like fall back down. And tell me, like, but like, what are you basing that off on? You're basing it because every other time in the past, or yeah. someone's thrown up a ball, all you need is for one time for it to miraculously float in the air. The, just the evidence that it's happened before doesn't mean that um, every time something happens in the future will happen again. So you could say just because other thieves have tried to get into cars by having a look at the handle, it doesn't mean he's doing that. doesn't mean that if the door opened, he would have arrested, he would have gone in. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Amy? <laughs> Trying to get into law. I can tell and I love it. Just because the door opened, you can't put a little thing in your head and be, oh, the door opened, he'd have got in there and nicked it. Would he? Off what evidence? (laughs) Do you know what? I hope this guy gets released and I hope he comes onto your flat and tries all your handles and you're going, it's fine, you're not doing anything. And I'm like, why was this man not arrested earlier? He's clearly trying to get in stuff. He's got a he's got the horn for handles. He's got the handle horn. He's got the handle handle. He's got the handle handle. Pan handle handle. Anyway, there we go. There we go. So that's what's been happening in Hull. There's been a man trying handles. Six pounds for a pint. <laughs> what's happening in goal? Big news. Officers seize 15 kilograms of pork. And you, <laughs> it's not even a lot of pork. 15 kilograms of pork. So I'm, I've got two little, I've got two 10 kilogram weights that I use sometimes. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a bit of exercising. Yeah. It's less pork than that. Wow. But I guess pork, yeah, probably a decent amount of pork. I don't know. 15 kilograms, how many pounds is that? Let's just put kilogram to stones, because I know roughly what stones are. So 15 kilograms is 2.3 stone. Yeah, so maybe like a a big leg. I think that's one-sixth of me. So it's not a lot of pork. It's not a lot of pork. But they've seized it due to swine fever fears. Oh, okay. Um, So officers from the Hull and Ghoul Port Health Authority seized... Goods, including sausages. Oh, no. I've got to say, these sausages don't look right. <laughs> There's a picture of these sausages. Oh, my. I can't stop looking at these sausages. They're all sorts of colours. The yellowy, mustardy colours. If you're thinking, what sort of colour is it? It's the colour of a weak chicken korma. Yeah, and they're all different. The densities are different. There's like a hot dog sausage. There's one that looks like um, the packaging is mushing it all up. It's all mush. Yeah. There's a rock hard, dark (laughs) purple one. They do, and I suppose all sausages do in a way. Well, Mm. no, they don't before they're cooked, but it, it does look like somebody's sort of done various poos into bits of cling film. Yeah. If I may offer and it, that. It could be that. It's unregulated pork. <laughs> which could just be a code word for shit. <laughs> That's what some people say. I've just dropped some unregulated pork off at the docks. God. That's Don't go in there. Some unregulated pork's just been seized, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, no. About 15 kilograms. <laughs> Legs worth. <laughs> Poses no threat to human health, but it can kill pigs. Oh, 
not pigs. I know. Wait, some so some joint forces. Pig coming in. They're stopping unregulated pork products. Unregulated pork product coming in because they're worried that it will kill pigs. Yeah, who I don't I know. I imagine will likely become pork. The sausage, if the sausages have got a bit of swine in fever in them, and they don't harm humans, <laughs> let us chow down on those horrible Would looking you eat sausages. It? I wouldn't eat any of the ones in that picture. <laughs> They all look disgusting in different ways. If you went to a restaurant and you and there was a lovely sausage and it was, you know, like a really posh restaurant, they were like, no Completely risk safe for human. Completely safe. Yeah. You'd eat them. it. If they're like, it's completely safe. I wouldn't eat it. I've eaten an ant. Ant? I've had ants before. On purpose? Yeah. Why? Just for a meal. Where? Australia. Oh. <laughs> Quick conversation. Big ants. No, little little ants. Like big as a raisin. How big is how big are their Maybe ants? Maybe the length of a raisin, but not the the width so of a raisin. Smaller than a raisin. Maybe, yeah. And it what is it? Crunchy. No, the sort of it's like having little when you have like a lime and it's made up of like little pods of like juice. It's like that. They've got oh, a citrusy flavour. They got a citrus flavour, but it's not very nice actually when you think about it. But the way they get the citrus flavour, we're told by the guy at the restaurant, he's like, we rile them up a bit, we piss them off, and um, that makes them like the the anger and the defensive pheromone or whatever tastes quite citrusy. And then they kind of freeze them quickly, so they're kind of knocked out, and then you eat them. What? So they're not killed? I don't know actually. I think yeah, apparently they're just knocked out. What if they come back to life in your stomach then? Don't care. What? Don't care. You've got a pissed off ant waking up in your stomach going, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> I'm still angry about this. I'm going to kick off. I'm going to eat my I? way out of this stomach lining. Oh, man. Yeah. That's rough. Let it be a lesson to you. If you're trying to get illegal pork yep. into Hull and Ghoul docks. you got to get up pretty early in the morning to fool them guys. Yeah. You gotta have some pretty ugly looking sausages. Yeah. I think probably before nine AM you could probably get stuff through there. No one's up before nine. No one's getting up early. If you're doing your crimes, do them at six to eight AM. <laughs> no one's up. No one's up. No one's up. There we go. Little little bit of advice for you at the end there. Thank you for listening. Of have course, a try of your handles. You yeah. Quickly in your house. Are they is the door locked? If you listen to this, go check the doors locked. And then report yourself to the police. That's going to make everyone feel comfortable <laughs> listening to the podcast. Make sure your door's locked. Especially if they're on the way to Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, guys, did you turn your oven off? <laughs> oh, don't did do you? it. Don't do it. Your straighteners are definitely on, though. Have you fed your cat? Oh, man. That window's open. Have you pissed yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Get a colostomy bag. There we go. Full bloody circle. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, don't forget to join our Patreon. It's the new year. Let's let's get involved new in Patreon year, this year. New you. It's a bargain. It is a bargain, actually. I think it starts. I can't remember how much. It's something like two. They're like two to five pounds a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't even miss it. I can't even work out how many Patreon months that you could get for the price of one PlayStation 
Yorkshire tea controller. Ah, oh, well, 150 divided by five. Divided by 10 would be 15. 15 so divided by five is 30. 30 months. That's 30 over four months. years. <gasps> four years. Four. Let's round it up to five years. Or if you're putting it on eBay, it's about oh God, 10 yeah. years. It's 10 years worth. So sell your controller and get yourself over to Patreon for yeah. more juicy goss. <laughs> Lovely stuff. And thank you to our very special guest, Laura Davis. Go check them out. They've got a monthly show at the stand, political show. It's called The Edit. I love politics, but <laughs> I love it a lot more when it's funny. Me too. You've got to, haven't you? Yeah. But do check them out live. They're very funny. Very funny. And we'll see you again next time. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.